0: What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode 147 of the Game Explain Real Talk podcast. As always, I'm your host, Derek Bittner, and this week I'm joined by Ash Paulson and John Cartwright. Uh, no Andre, as he's currently working on just other things at the moment, so just the three of us for now. And uh, we were missing you last week, Ash. Where have you been?
1: I know. I feel like I owe everybody an apology. I was uh, at my, my new gig, we were doing uh, Motor City Comic Con over in Michigan. We were the official live streaming partner of that show, so we were... Live streaming the whole show, putting on all sorts of cool stage things for the, for the attendees all weekend, and that's you know part of my new gig. So I was there with them for the whole weekend, and uh, I was so sad because I had a I had a fan tweet at me saying, "Hey, you know, uh, Ash, I really miss you. You're one of my favorite game explainers. Like, when are you coming back to Game Explain?" And I'm like, "I promise, I haven't left. I really haven't. But you know, again, <laughs> GX doesn't pay the bills, and I got to pay those bills, and so I got to focus on this new gig. But I promise, I'm not gone." Uh, I'm, I'm always somewhere close, and you're going to see me all throughout E3. <laughs> i always me, close by. That just
0: makes me think of like you in the clouds somewhere looking down like, yes, I approve. Exactly. <laughs> or, or maybe like uh, maybe we can go the
1: creepy angle like Ouija. I'm, I'm, all, I'm never too far. I'm always looking. I'm always watching. But no, I promise, I, I haven't gone anywhere, but I just have to focus on my full-time gig. But I'm here. I'm not going anywhere. I still love everybody. I'm still devoted to GX, so no worries. I'm still here. But I have been working like crazy on my new gig.
0: Right, makes sense.
1: Mm.
0: So, how have, have you been, John? Because uh, I think you went over uh, through a bit of an emotional journey <laughs>
2: this oh, past no. week. Oh, I did. I definitely did. So, um, as you guys know, I'm a bit a bit of a big fan of Resident Evil 4. And I have been playing the hell out of it. I've been playing the Switch version constantly. But I am super disappointed with it, though. Um, we did a bunch of coverage for it. And basically, the problem is, is they didn't really do anything special for this version. So for like, for Okami HD, they sort of rolled out the red carpet and gave it a beautiful port with HD rumble and all these beautiful extras. But for Resident Evil 4, they just did a standard PlayStation 4 port with nothing new. And so I've been, this last year, I've been anticipating this game to have gyro controls and HD rumble and all these nice things, and it's just a standard port. So, the the thing that's let me down is I was expecting this to be the definitive version of the game, and instead it's just kind of a good one. Um, and I, I even like struggled to call it a good one, really, because there's problems with this that were still in the PlayStation Four version that they haven't fixed. There's um, this is really weird glitch when you shoot an explosive, your aiming goes all shaky, and that's still in there. And I don't know why it's still in there. Um, so yeah, I've I've still been really enjoying it. I've been playing it constantly, but I just wanted something a bit more special mm. than
0: this. It really sounds like the Wii version is still the definitive version,
1: which is so funny. It is, <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, and if you follow um, Andre's Twitter, his dad, his favourite game is Resident Evil 4 as well, and he's shared a couple of um, some messages between the two of them, and his dad is struggling so much to adjust to the laser controls, because he's used to the just pointing with the Wii remote. And um, I remember, I, the, the Wii version was my first version too, and I remember going back to the, um, the GameCube laser controls, and it, it does feel a bit jarring at first, there's definitely a learning curve. Um, so it's kind of it's kind of funny to see people who are trying the um, standard controls for the first time and just struggling with them. Because uh, honestly, gyro is just kind of so much easier to play Resident mm. Evil with. And both the Revelations games had them on Switch, but 4 doesn't. <clears throat> it's, it's so baffling. So
1: two things about this. First thing is I'm mad at you both because I thought that I had been around so little recently that Derek, when you said... Man, John, you've been going through some emotional ups and downs lately. I'm sitting here like, oh my god, i have been the worst friend. What has he been going through? Is everything okay with like his life? And then, of course, it turns out that you're just uh, talking just about weird. Resident Evil. I felt so guilty is, there for a second. What does it mean?
0: What what could possibly be worse to happening in his life than that? Right. Exactly.
1: So I should have mm. known. But uh, it's funny, you know, as as the the you know the running gag is that I have not finished Resident Evil Four, and I played a bit of the GameCube version and a bit of the Wii version, and I agree that the Wii version. Version is my favorite. So I'm curious, you know, if I were to go play the Switch version, how I would feel about it since I've only really had a taste of the standard controls and the Wii controls. But I really did like the Wiimote aiming from what I remember. So it sounds like I need to download uh, RE4 on Switch using that wonderful account sharing option and uh, <laughs> see what I think.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's very- <laughs> well, I think the big problem is as well, is this is $30 yeah. or £30 as well. They didn't even convert the price. So, um, they're charging double the amount the PlayStation 4 version's worth with nothing new. Right. Which, I just, I just don't get because Capcom, their support hasn't been great, but what they have done so far has been pretty good. Like, the, the Okami port, for instance, is just such a wonderful port, and, and Ash gave it a mind-blowing. That's Ash's first mind-blowing. Right. Um, so, for them to go from that to just this, this very, what feels like a quick and easy port, even though they announced it a year ago, uh, it's just, I just don't get I, I,
1: it. I don't know offhand, but it's, it's 40 bucks here, right? 30 Oh, it was $30. Uh, so it was yeah, 30 it's 30 bucks. So it's $30 That's still, though, for, for, as you said, a port that really doesn't add anything new or even bug fixes from recent ports, well, semi-recent ports. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's really a shame. And I have to say, this reminds me of—it's kind of a trend, almost, because this also reminds me of the Switch version of Final Fantasy IX. Now, I will say, FS7 did just recently get patched to fix that music bug— but I did recently learn that the Switch version of FF9 is really just lifted from the Steam version, which itself took out the two-player option. Like, you could assign certain party members to a second player, much like you could in FF6. This is the Nintendo Switch. Why would you not <laughs> put that feature back in? Which speaks to what I'm talking about. Right? That they're just not even putting any, any effort into these. Of course, this is two different companies. But still, it's kind of a troubling trend that they're just dumping existing versions or what seems to be existing versions onto the Switch and calling it a day. Yeah,
2: right. And these these games have such a legacy too, and that's kind of why I respect that they fixed Final Fantasy VII. But um, for it to be there in the first place was kind of a yeah. problem, and for them to not even address it in Nine, I that that just doesn't feel
1: fair mm. to that no, game. No, they really don't. Yeah, to say nothing of the whole two player thing. That they haven't even fixed the music bug in Nine, so <laughs> there's that too. Right.
0: It's it's weird. It's unfortunate that it's kind of become this dumping ground of ports like it, on the triple a side it's like we got like ports galore and on the eShop side there's a lot of just crap games getting put on the eShop. <laughs> i just don't even recognize it's, yeah. it's kind of crazy i mean yeah it, it kind of brings me back to the wee days at with the same time AAA though
2: <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. at the same time though it's cool when these ports are the definitive versions like um vvvvv or whatever you hope you pronounce <laughs> that game um the Switch version has co-op, which no other version does, and as does Cave Story. So even when it is just these um, these small like, indie games, it's great when they add some new bells and whistles to encourage you to buy them again. Whereas with Resident Evil 4, I'm not really sure what the encouragement is to buy them again. I mean, obviously, yeah. if you're a mega fan like me, of course you're going to buy it, regardless mm. of the price, or regardless what they add in. But for your average person, they, they, they could have done more. Like, they could have made the mercenaries' characters playable in the main game. I'd love to play as Wesker <laughs> throughout the entire adventure. Uh, but, yeah, there's just there's just small things like that they could have done, and they didn't. So it's just it's just yeah. a that.
1: And it's weird, because we've seen the other things from Capcom, other collections. Like, for at least for a while there, the Switch version of Mega Man Legacy Collection 1 was the best one, because it had the, had the rewind feature that, at the time, no other versions did. Now, they added those late down the road for the other versions, but still, you know, this isn't... Capcom has done a really good job before on their Switch ports. As you said, John, Okami HD, like... What's I mean they and they had to go to the, the trouble of adding some of the best HD Rumble on the system yet to make that version as good as, as it is and then but nothing for re4? Mm-hmm. it's crazy. Yeah.
2: and Derek's um, Derek's been playing the Resident Evil remake, which I think is even kind of worse in a, in a sense because it's, it's also30 dollars just like mm-hmm. Resident Evil 4. Um, apart from the, like, that, that's that's a game I think that is is worth less value, I'd say. Like, it's still a great game but I wouldn't value it at
0: $30. No, I mean, at the time when it first released, definitely, but now its you've seen what it's done, and there's absolutely nothing new to it. It's just, as you said, it's just the PS4 version. has some alternate controls, and even the load times seem to be a bit worse. Although, from what I've seen, all of the Resident Evil Zero footage... Uh, from Steve, definitely not as bad as that because holy crap! Yeah. Like the load time differences between the two of them are ridiculous. Like it only happens occasionally with uh, the with Resident Evil Remake. It happens with every freaking door in Zero. Uh, that said, I did play through Jill's uh, story and beat it while I was on the train to New York Uh, because Andre and I uh, went to a Super Mario Maker 2 preview event. Now, we can't actually talk about it, but, you know, I went up there. And on the train ride, I played Resident Evil's uh, remake and finished the game. And I was feeling very proud of that fact. I did a lot of backtracking, but dang it, I beat the game uh, without a guide (laughs) for the first time, which felt really good. And I, I was like, as I was reflecting, I was like, huh. You know, that wasn't really – it, it felt like the bosses weren't as tough as I remember them being. I wonder why that is. And I don't think I, – I think I played this difficulty when I played it as a, uh, as a kid. But it's something I noticed uh, when I was looking at the achievement list. I ended up playing on easy mode because there's those three yeah. difficulties they have at the beginning. And I thought what well, the top one was easy, middle one is medium, bottom one is hard. No, it's very easy, easy hard normal. Like, what the heck is that? So I ended up playing on the an easier difficulty, which would explain why. It's like, man, it uh, wasn't too hard to fight uh, Lisa. wasn't too hard to fight the Tyrant. I mean, it's like, Yawn went down like nothing. I had so much extra stuff. It's like, feels like there should have been more of a challenge here, at least compared to what my, uh, you know, to what I thought, it, what I remembered it being. And I don't know if my memory is like tricking me because it was just so different at the time but is kind of that funny revelation it's like man I feel good about myself oh never mind mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> see if you hadn't told us that story I would have been perfectly happy to just conclude that it's because you've gotten way better over the years and that you just you're that I much better I mean I still have I, f- I figured out the puzzles on my own which you know right
0: I, although the backtracking is ridiculous if you don't know exactly where what you're doing when
2: right so, right yeah that's a, that can mm-hmm. be a bit rough and that's why um, the longer load times kind yeah. of put me off like I, I wasn't. Already, I wasn't going to go back to zero anyway. But um, having longer load times in a game that already has quite a bit of downtime is that's kind of a big problem. Um, the one thing you said to me, Derek, was you wanted another remake. Or remake <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> after
2: playing <laughs> after your playthrough, um, like, do you, do you think it holds up after in like a post Resident Evil Two world? I think it or, holds up. I, I, um, th-
0: it still has that creepiness factor, and I I really appreciate that. Uh-huh. Um, but it's just not. It's one. It's just not as scary as what 2 achieves and 2 the you know it just it doesn't feel quite as good like yeah they have the alternate place uh, control style so you have like non-tank controls but even then you can still get kind of caught in those areas where the uh, angles constantly change and so it's not quite perfect and I just like I would love to see the mansion redone in Resident Evil 2 style Uh, I think that'd be really cool. cool and uh, seeing what they can pull off there and keep the Lisa Tre- Trevor stuff I can imagine I can only imagine how much more freaky they can make her uh, you know and uh-huh. I, don't, I, I don't know maybe you get greedy at a certain point because I, I, I know when I got the original Resident Evil remake I was like well d- dang they should do this to two and three
1: <laughs> right it's just a never ending like cycle of remakes <laughs> mm-hmm. do you guys think that there's sure. a chance we'll get like half-assed ports of Resident Evil 5 and 6 on the eShop at some point if these do well yes oh yeah yeah yeah, I think so too.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
2: Yeah, I mean, um, they've already confirmed Devil May Cry is coming, so they're they're undoubtedly going more into their back catalogue of their sort of PlayStation Two era games. Um, I expect we'll probably get Devil May Cry Two as well. No idea how they're going to. If if do you think if they would they price Devil May Cry Two at the same price of Devil May Cry One? Well, would they,
1: they? I can't un- Discount it. Yes. <laughs> So is is Resident Evil Zero price the same as foreign remake? Yes. Then yes, yes, they will. Then yes, yes it is. they will. Mm-hmm.
0: I would totally expect that. So <laughs> oh, God. yeah.
1: And no. I mean it's not as though we can uh, even expect or at least hope that the, the DMC port for Switch is gonna be guaranteed to be great. I mean, it could release with all sorts of issues given how, you know, how low sure. effort these ports seem to be. So I mean it's That's could, really it, a shame too. If
0: the PS four version of the the, the the DMC collection is fine, it'll be fine. Just nothing extra.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. But,
2: well, the problem is, is they've they've taken one of the games from the collection and they're selling it on its own. And that's it's, it's kind of baffling. When I I believe the 360 and PlayStation 3 yeah, also had this did. collection, right? So it's kind of strange to split it up now. Mm-hmm. On Switch. I wonder,
1: I wonder if it's because they think slash know they can get more money per title by releasing them separately and just kind of dangling the other it's two. Very which, possible. Not that DMC two should ever be dangled as a carrot in front of anything, <laughs> but I wonder if that's kind of their thinking here, which. It's a real shame, because not only do Switch owners deserve better, not that they deserve better than everybody else, but everybody else already has better. But, like, Switch owners deserve better. But also, Capcom and Square's own games deserve better. These are these are legendary franchises. Now, not every game in them is legendary, but these are legendary, long-running franchises, Final Fantasy, Resident Evil, Devil May Cry, that deserve better from mm-hmm. their own publishers.
0: Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's a shame. It really is. Uh, so we'll see how DMC turns out, but it's, it's, I'm not, you know, I'm, if I pick, if I decide to pick up the HD versions of uh, DMC at any time, I'm just going to get it on, on PS4. Um uh, yeah, yeah. You know, no worries there. Um, yeah. Real quick before we uh, continue on, Ash, do you need to blow your nose?
1: I'm sorry. It's just, I, I have bad allergies. I already blew my nose as soon as we started. Okay. But it just keeps running. <laughs> We're going to keep this yeah, Sorry. <laughs>
0: no, it's it's fine. I just – I've heard the sniffling and I'm like uh, – Yeah,
1: it's bad. But I also don't want to blow, blow out your mics by blowing my nose. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that, but no. we can keep this in if you want. I have hay fever, guys. I have no. really bad allergies. In spring.
0: No, 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 no. I'm gonna. No, oh, okay. I mean, I guess we could address it. I don't know.
1: <laughs> we could. I mean, we could make fun of the fact that I just get really bad allergies and drip everywhere in spring out of my nose. It's totally fine. <laughs> TMI. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, a lot of us do, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. It's it's, it's that time of year, so uh, yeah. So man, any th-
1: those of you who can hear my sniffling, I, I apologize. It's just because of spring.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's, it, consider it like the construction incident. There's always something on your end just causing noise.
1: <laughs> exactly. It's, it's funny, this actually reminds me of a game I'm playing right now, because I'm still playing Spider-Man for PS4, and I just did some side quests where uh, you have to uh, like clean up some air in the city. Or like you know, measure the air level, uh-huh. like the, the oh, toxicity yeah, yeah. levels of the air. So Spider-Man has to swing through these like smog clouds, and he's just coughing and hacking the whole time. So this kind of reminds me of that. Uh-huh. But uh, <laughs> how have but, you been enjoying hey, Spider-Man? <laughs> I am really enjoying it. I uh, didn't have much of a chance to play it, of course, while I was away for work in Michigan. But uh, I just played some yesterday and, and the day before, and I'm about forty percent of the way through the campaign. Uh, I went in I just did all the research stations as soon as they unlocked. I'm like, mm-hmm. let's just do them all. Uh, And that was fun. And, um, yeah, I'm about 40% of the way through the main campaign, done every research station, every backpack, every Fisk hideout. I'm just having a great time. Um, I will say that based on what a fan told me, they're like, you know, oh, it's a really good game, but it gets worse as you go on because of a certain character that you have to play, that the game makes you play as, as much as, or at least, you know, alongside Peter or Mm. alongside Spider-Man. And I'm now starting Uh to see what they mean. Because I think that character might be MJ, and she's cool, and I like this incarnation of MJ, but I'd much rather play Spider-Man instead of her just going around taking pictures and being a journalist. Like, <laughs> journalists are cool, but I want to play as Spider-Man.
0: Yeah, I, see, I never had an issue playing as MJ. I actually kind of enjoyed it. And it was, okay. it, was like, it was like, a nice little break from pace. And you don't play as MJ as much as Spider-Man. It's just, you don't. Okay.
1: <laughs> I, I had a feeling it wasn't that, over, like, overbearing. So maybe that fan just thought it, maybe it felt for them that it was. But yeah. I figured it wasn't that overbearing. And I did like how you play as her and you see kind of how they, you know, the, the events leading up to their meeting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in that mission And just exactly. in, in general It's great It's a great game
0: They do some fun things With that too I, I think Especially towards the end uh, But really Once you get to the end Of Act 2 I think that's where The game is just like Holy crap <laughs> yeah, it's Nice It's like, that's, that's pretty crazy Well um, it
1: feels like I'm about to start mm-hmm. Act 2 I think I'm about to Kind of go into there uh, And start that I, I've mm-hmm. gotten to the point Where uh, Dr. Octavius Is starting to get Really pissed off And I'm like okay I see I see what's going on here I see what's, where this is going <laughs> Yeah yeah. Uh,
0: otherwise, I've been playing uh, Persona Q Two on the 3DS. I've actually been playing a 3DS game. It's weird, uh, and, and <laughs> I, the preview just went up today on you know Friday, uh, where I talked about my early impressions of it, and I've enjoyed it. You know, it definitely has that Persona flair. Uh, unfortunately, it's all just subbed, but there's a ton of voicing acting acting in this, and just about every character is voiced. So I can imagine it be a pretty expensive voice acting uh, gig for Atlas. dub all this on a game that let's be honest is just not going to sell that well because it's on 3DS Uh, so it it, it makes sense not to have that although it does kind of suck because I I do really like the English voice actors Um, but uh, honestly it actually kind of needs to be on the 3DS because as a dungeon crawler you're constantly uh, filling in the map down below uh, with what you're finding showing the barriers sort of getting it all figured out like an old pen and paper game uh, and getting all that set, so it actually, like, I can't see this working as well on the Switch.
1: <laughs> really,
2: mm-hmm. I have wondered when the Train Odyssey games come to Switch. You know, they probably will at some point. Um, will they? Will it be downgraded? Do you think? Because they they had a ton of those games on 3DS, and just like Persona Q, they, they kind of rely on the on the bottom screen being a giant map. Um, so I, I can just kind of see those games taking a step back
0: on Switch. Yeah, I'm not sure how they solve that problem. I mean, it wouldn't be a, a, as big of a problem if you have it in handheld mode, but they might have to do what that uh, uh, Fantasy Star um, Sega Ages released it and just have it auto-map.
1: Uh, which mm, was a great maybe. idea. I did really appreciate that update to that version.
0: Mm, it helps a
1: lot. <laughs> yeah, for sure.
0: So, yeah, but yeah, I'm... I'm Still early in the games you know definitely has some difficulty curves uh, but it, it's a lot of fun. I've been enjoying it mm-hmm. cool so, yep uh otherwise i I think you actually uh got to see Aladdin already, John. I'm actually going to be heading to that after this podcast uh, just to see it myself.
2: yeah so we'll talk about this probably next <laughs> week, I think, but I'll give you guys a uh I'll give you guys a five word review all right, Aladdin isn't really that bad. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, nice. It's it's probably on the higher end of Disney live-action adaptations. It's just fun. Like, it doesn't undermine the original. Uh, it doesn't try to be the original either. Um, like, th- there are parts that don't work, and there are parts that definitely do work. But it's just a really nice, fun ride, which I can't say for all live-action Disney films. I found Cinderella just to be a bore, but... Um, yeah, Aladdin's really fun. That's,
1: I just, I mean, that's cool. I believe you. That's the thing is, I believe you. I did see that, you know, uh, Prince Ali version of the live. I hated it, the live action version.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, me too. I but hated that. I actually. believe you when you say uh, it's
1: fun. I just like, I maybe it's just me. I don't know. Maybe I'm not enough into Disney. I have zero interest. You might as well. I might as well not have a pulse when you talk about the, the live action animated <laughs> Your live action Disney films. I just have. Zero interest. I see the Lion King trailer. Then Uh I watch the original Lion King trailer. I'm like, hey, it's the live-action trailer, but with color and magic and everything I loved about the movie. I don't know. I just I have no desire for these live-action versions. Mm -hmm.
2: So I think the the good thing about Aladdin is it's not a scene-for-scene recreation like the Lion King seems to be. So if you look at the Lion King trailer, every scene, every piece of dialogue is basically from the original. And in that sense, it just kind of feels like um, a, a remaster almost. But it doesn't look as good, because you can't really cap- recapture that magic of the animation. Um, whereas Aladdin, it, it has new characters, it has new new plots in some areas. It just kind of feels like it's not trying to be the original, it's trying to be its own thing. And I, I respect it for that. And I will say, the, the trailers did nothing for me. That Prince Ali clip did uh-huh. nothing for me. The, the, the entire film, though, I, I really enjoyed it. That. All
0: right. Yeah, I, I I'm basically going with a friend, and since I have that AMC A plus, I get you know free tickets. So it's like, why not? You know, doesn't I, I'm spending twenty dollars yeah. a month on the, this thing anyway. I should probably see some movies. Uh, so I wanted to, sure. uh, to, to go see that, but I also want to find the time to see uh, John Wick uh, Chapter
1: Three. Like, right? I, I, I actually am, just saw that.
0: Mm, mm, I hear I hear it's really good. Oh yeah.
1: It, it was. So, yeah, my wife and I just saw that on Wednesday night. And it's it's what can I say? It's more John Wick. So if you if you love that, you know, John Wick's brand of absolutely over the top, ridiculously violent, gory action, it's great. I mean, it's it's great. I would say that the first third is maybe a little slow as it sets everything up. But once you get into it, it's exactly what you love about John Wick, like the action scenes it's almost it feels almost wrong to describe them as art and, and beautifully flowing and 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 almost like ballet because i shouldn't i feel like i shouldn't describe violence like that but it really it, it really is it's beautiful oh, no. choreographed violence that's how it, it
0: is. is in the first two movies as yeah. well it's just the way it's exactly. just like it, the the flow of him killing all these people is unreal and I, I yeah. actually, I did like the first movie more than the second movie. The second movie, okay. like you, th- like uh, you said for this one, uh, kind of felt like it was slow to start and didn't really pick up until like that sequence where he's like injured and has all these other assassins coming after him. So the idea of John Wick Chapter Three being basically that scene th- spread throughout the entire movie, cool. I'm good. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, and it pretty much is that. And I think you will be very happy, not at all disappointed. And, uh, I mean, the I feel like there aren't really any other movie franchises right now other than, than, I guess, Fast and Furious doing over-the-top action like this. But again, even Fast and Furious, it's not the hand-to-hand kind. It's like the crazy set piece kind. This mm-hmm. is, like, really cool hand-to-hand mm-hmm. combat that you really don't see in other movie franchises these days. So it's really cool to see. Yeah. And Keanu Reeves is just a badass. Like, I just love... I love his whole persona Because he probably has like 30 lines throughout the whole movie Well, more than that But so many of his lines Are like, you know Yeah, I'm pissed Or
2: Let's,
1: <laughs> Let's go Like, you know These one or two word answers That are just so Keanu Like, yeah And it's like That's just what he does He's so good at it I, you I know? feel
0: like you're turning him Into Solid Snake More than anything else
1: <laughs> You know, you're right But he his voice is super deep in this yeah. I know, I know it sounds like that But he just has that Kind of low, raspy Like, yeah Maybe that more that was better. Maybe yeah. a little, little less random. Kind of like that. Yeah,
0: I yeah. I just remember the first time when the uh-huh. trailer for the first movie came out, and it's just like. Assassin tries to retire. His wife's dog that that she left him gets murdered. He goes on a revenge free spree for the dog, and I was like, "I'm oh, there." Yeah. that is
1: awesome. I mean, I can probably, I can probably empathize with that motive more than like probably any other assassin character in history. You killed my dog. Yeah, I'm, I'm so down <laughs> to take like eight hundred lives.
0: Puppy ever?
1: <laughs> oh yeah, no, you you killed my dog. That's you. Your life is forfeit. I don't care. Like that is that's it. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. so I, I need to find time to see that, uh, hopefully sometime this weekend or maybe next week, and I'll get the chance to see that. But I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. So, yeah, we'll have to report back on Aladdin.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm, I I don't know if I'll see it, but I'm looking forward to seeing what you think, Derek. And then I know my, the next big movie that my wife and I plan to see that she's dreading but has to see as a huge X-Men fan is Dark Phoenix. Oh, okay. I, I, don't, I don't expect mm-hmm. good things. Oh, not not. she. But (laughs) exactly, but we're still going. uh, We're able to get four dollar tickets through this T Mobile thing we have. So you know, for four bucks, why not? It is the same sort
0: of thing. I'm already paying you know for this A plus. I mean, might as well because exactly, I have a friend that's seen all of them. Before that, though, I'm definitely excited for that uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters.
1: You know what? I am too, and I didn't care. I don't care about Godzilla, but those those, trailers are
0: really good. Those trailers have been hitting the right spots for me. I can't wait.
2: Mm-hmm. Speaking of Dark Phoenix, though, I guess there's a chance this could be the last um, Fox X-Men film, seeing as Disney just bought Fox. Yeah. I wonder if they're going to try and make the X-Men part I mean, of the MCU that's now. that's kind and of what everybody that, was... What's the point of continuing yeah, this? Yeah, I think series? that's what everybody's
0: kind of been talking about for a while, but... Yeah, I, I don't know. It's it's That timeline is such a mess that they just need a, a reboot. Sure.
1: I think they'll probably try to use this next phase to try to start getting some of the X-Men into the MCU. because that, that feels like what they're trying to do. Although it's going to be strange to see that. If they do do that, it'll be strange to see the rest of the X-Men and then Scarlet Witch. You know, like, she's... She's yeah. the one, yeah. you know, mutant for, that's like in its in her own MCU timeline. Now with all these other guys coming in from Fox, it'll just be weird to see them coexist.
0: Well, the, the, the other thing oh, with absolutely. that is that, you know, we have we, we've had these super, superheroes in the MCU, and everybody loves them. And why do they hate why do they hate mutants? <laughs> you know, yeah, like hey, mutants mm-hmm. were here, and now people hate them. It's like what? <laughs> right. It's yeah. Right. It's it's going to be yeah. tricky, and I don't think they're going to go for it right away. Um, but, eh, we'll see. It's Disney. Disney rules the world now, so... Yeah. <laughs> That's yep, where it goes. pretty much. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> all right, well, let's go ahead and jump into our news topics this, topics this week, as there really wasn't a lot going on, uh, all kind of minor stuff, but the, I guess the first kind of big news is that uh, character customization uh, does return in po- Pokemon Sword and Shield, thanks to the reveal of the, this unique Uniqlo... Um, Contest that was running, and the contest winner ended up getting disqualified because he stole the (laughs) stole the art that he used, and so they kind of canceled the contest. But then it also came out that I think one of the other runners up also stole their design. So seriously, yeah, I love it. Just like wow.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's uh, like the weird thing is though is they disqualified the 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 grand winner because, um, what was the reason? Oh, they, they were selling their shirt elsewhere, I think on, on phone covers. And that's against the rules, so they, they had to disqualify them. And then they just said, alright, so there's there's going to be no winner having their shirt in Sword and Shield now, because that was the grand prize, that your design would be in Sword and Shield. But they just decided, because that because first place um, violated the rules, that no one, <laughs> not a single person in this competition, is allowed to have their design in the game. And yeah, then as, as Derek said, another person was disqualified because they stole their art from elsewhere. So this whole competition is just well, yeah, what it's a just mess. yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what a mess. That is kind yeah. of messed up that they they took away that opportunity from everybody else, you know, even people who are playing yeah. by the rules. Is, yeah. So that, you know, that kind of sucks. But I have to say, I'm looking at this Mewtwo design and I'm like this seems like something I would find at one of those pop-up shops at a convention. It doesn't look it's not amazing. Like the uh, sure the Mewtwo art's really cool and whoever drew that art is really good, but like the t-shirt itself isn't that crazy. It's just like a Mewtwo graphic.
0: Yeah.
2: Mm Hmm. I'm pretty sure I've seen it before. I think I. I, (laughs) It looks really familiar. No, it seems like
1: it. So I'm just. I'm kind of left wondering, like, why is this design such a huge deal, or why did Uniqlo think it was? Yeah, I don't
2: know. Right. I I just don't get how they got this far into the competition without reverse image searching some of these. You think they'd be the first thing they do? Why announce your winners and then check them?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, You know, you'd be surprised, John. I. uh, I may have told you this at some point, but back before Mega Man Ten came out. There, I got a PR email from Capcom using a stage background from a fan game that was, at the time, called Mega Man 10. Now it's called oh, Mega yeah. Man Unlimited. Oh, no. But at the time, it was called 10, so some intern just Googled Mega Man 10, didn't realize, oh, hey, we're working on this game right now, and just lifted some dude's graphics from his fan game and used that in the fan email. Oh. So, stranger things have happened, oh, you know?
0: No. Yeah, that's true. <sighs> oh, yeah, boy. and it was an
1: email about Mega Man 10, which wasn't out yet. Like, <laughs> How does this stuff happen? How does this stuff happen? Yeah, don't question
0: it. It's just like, right. it's, it, you know, there's always there's a ton of examples of those type of, type of mistakes, like the infamous yeah. Okami uh, cover on the Wii having the IGN oh, yeah. watermark and crazy stuff oh, like yeah. that. Resident
1: Evil Revelations. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Oh, he's always Capcom it, it, it does yeah, exactly. Except, Except it for does the one happen. time Namco <laughs> did it with uh, Nartuo. Oh yeah! One time Namco. Oh, true. Oh God! (laughs) So good.
0: Oh boy. Well, speaking of um, gaming confusion, an interview with uh, Game Freak uh, came out with uh, as part of uh, VCG, and it led to a lot of confusion with a lot of people because basically, uh, from what my understanding of the gist of this article was that um, the. Game Freak basically said that we have two teams. Uh, team 1 focuses on other projects for Game Freak, while Production Team 2 focuses on Pokemon, and they have a bit more focus on Team 1. Now, people took this as like, oh god, they're going to not focus on Pokemon as much anymore. They're getting away from it. They don't like Pokemon. People going crazy, and that's what a lot of the like um, headlines kind of Focused on for this, but that's not what they're saying. What they're saying is they like to take, they mm. like to switch up the team to team from team two to team one to get uh, you know other experiences under their belt other than just Pokemon, so they can get new ideas to bring back to team two. So there's this nice synergy between the two in order to keep constantly keep the programmers from being burnt out, essentially in my mind, uh, on just Pokemon and have uh, the ability to have new ideas. This is a good thing. Mm. <laughs>
2: This was damaging. Of course, it is. Yeah, this this was a damaging interview. I, I was looking at our comment section for our Pokemon videos on the Uniqlo competition, and people um, they they're in the mindset that Game Freak are prioritizing their own projects over Pokemon. Which yeah, that's as you said, that's not the case. Uh, and it, I think it's kind of healthy for a developer who basically been working on this franchise for twenty years to um, divulge into something different every now and then. Like, it sort of keeps you mm-hmm. more refreshed. Um, so so yeah, that's not what they're saying, and. I think, it, I think it is good just to, like set the record straight there because people are kind of worried that Game Freak don't want to work on Pokemon anymore, where well, that doesn't seem to be the case. But like,
1: here's the thing. This this whole situation is absolutely emblematic of everything that's wrong with like gamer entitlement culture. What if they were focusing on something else for a little while? Guess what? That's their right. We're not bankrolling them. They can do that if they want to. Now, obviously, they're not doing that, and that's fine, but the fact that they, they even had to go out of their way to have this explained just boggles my mind. If they want to make something else for a while, they could do that. Like, uh, that uh, the fact mm-hmm. that they feel like they had to explain this and and, are, and have to answer to people drives me crazy because, yeah, I would like them to make only Pokemon games, I guess, but if they want to make other stuff, let, that's cool. Let them make other stuff. Like, uh, just this whole entitlement thing really really bothers me and but it's good it's good that we're setting the record straight although i, I hate to say i don't think it's going to make that much of a difference because as you guys know oh, no. gamer rage once gamers are raging oh, that yeah. pretty much drowns out everything else so of course
2: mhm i wish uh, i wish sonic team would do this i want them to like uh, take on a nights project take on rise star just take a break yeah. or like maybe just put your efforts elsewhere for a bit and then come back to sonic with a refreshed perspective or something like that. We well, you know that did. Uh, it's. I think that it's reminds healthy. me of
1: something that happened last week. I know that uh, Takashi Iizuka, the head of Sonic Team, did recently say that he wants to go back to Nights. Now, whether he'll actually get to, who knows. But I would settle just for a, a Nights port on Switch. Like, I would love a new Nights game, <laughs> oh, but yeah. just bring the original to Switch, and I'll I'll leave that alone. Like, if I can just get that game, yeah, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> for but. Sure. Uh,
2: <laughs> I want Choo Choo Rocket on Switch.
0: Oh, yeah. That was yes. team game as well. I, I played. I got that. I never had it on. <laughs> never had a Dreamcast, but I got that on my phone. I played the heck out of that at work. I get bored and just play a couple of rounds of Choo Choo Rocket. That was a good time. See that? And,
2: oh man, okay. the, the four-player mode is the best.
0: Uh, was it multiplayer it on? on Might have been, but I, th- I never not. used it. The-
2: uh uh-huh. Well, we when we get a chance, we should play just four-player Choo Choo Rocket, because it's, it's one of the best party games I think I've ever that's played. Awesome.
1: This is my favorite like rabbit hole <laughs> conversation. Like, Which ports of classic Sega games from throughout Sega's history should be ported to Switch? All of them.
0: Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> all of them.
2: Um <laughs> oh, man, Choo, Choo Rocket, it, it makes so much sense for Switch as well, because um, all you need is an analog stick and four face buttons, and that's what a Joy-Con mm-hmm. has. It's, it's,
1: that, uh, it's a yeah, perfect that like I, I only played a little bit of Choo, Choo Rocket back in the Dreamcast but it did seem very fun I never played it with three other people
0: yeah uh-huh. oh, that would be a good time man there's Sega has a wonderful catalog they just need to use it <laughs> nice. I want
1: I want a yeah. House of the Dead 1 through 4 port collection with gyro aiming <laughs> that'd be cool that's oh, what yes. I want maybe maybe 1 great. through 4 plus overkill just because overkill was so weird and so messed up
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there's no way to play House of the Dead on modern consoles. Like, there's no PlayStation Four no. version or Xbox no, your One version. No, best bet is Type
0: of
1: the sort of Dead. They're just sitting on this, and that's like one of the light yeah. gun game series. Like, when I think of like light gun series, I think House of the Dead because it's just got everything. It's schlocky yeah. horror, some of the best slash worst voice acting of all time. Like, I want these games on Switch.
0: <laughs> it be
2: something mm. else. The the Wii was good yeah. for that. Yeah, the Wii had House of the Dead two plus three had Overkill. And um, there's a ton of other, like, on-rail shooters on on Wii, like um, Ghost Squad. Right. Or
0: uh, the Resident, uh, Evil, or, like, yeah, the Resident Evil Games Or Umbrella Chronicles, I think yeah. it was. Right. So, yeah. I don't know. We'll see what Sega does. But speaking of Sega and Sonic, uh, we also found out just today that the Sonic movie has been delayed until February 14th, 2020. And uh, in order to, like, get the redesigned Sonic all set to go for the movie. And we kind of got a hint of... What the new design might be like uh, Just by showing Sonic's hand Which is no longer white and kind of clawed But his actual glove (laughs) So that's a good sign already
1: Um, Yeah
2: Yeah this is a good thing I thought there was no way that they could salvage this movie And make the deadline of this year So I'm pleased they're not crunching on it uh, And they've decided to delay it Which Mm -hmm. I think is for the best Absolutely
1: The
0: only problem is it's now being released in February, which is kind of a dead zone for movies. And to my understanding, this weekend is already that the February fourteenth weekend is already full of, I think two two other movies. Not, I can't remember what they are, and an unnamed Disney film is releasing on that day. Of course, you know seventy five percent of movies released are being done by di- under the Disney umbrella these days. So don't know if that <laughs> means much, but still, uh, it's, I mean, it's going to sure. face some heavy competition. <laughs>
1: I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I can I can hardly think of a better Valentine, Valentine's Day date movie than Sonic the Hedgehog featuring Geeks of Paradise. Like, that to me is the ultimate Valentine's Day movie date. Um, I mean, this, this is good that this happened. I, you know, personally it stings just because I can't wait for this movie, but it's better. It's for the best. It'll, you know, it, it'll make what's currently a raging dumpster fire probably more just a, a slightly smoldering dumpster fire, which is good. Um, and I just want to see what they do. Like, I knew that they would have... Something had to give, right? Like, I knew they couldn't keep their current release date of November because, you know, they would have to pay out ridiculous amounts of overtime to their animators if they're really changing Sonic across the whole movie. There's no way they could do that by November and, like, have that make sense, right? Mm. So this is what needed to happen. I'm looking forward to seeing the changes they make. Um, Yeah, and uh, if they can get Sonic looking at least a little closer to how he should naturally look... That's good. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm happy with that.
2: Mm-hmm. It, it does kind of sting that there's this version of the movie. That we're I yeah, They released that cut. This, <laughs> this monstrosity cut. <laughs> well, it's
0: Blu-ray have that cut, They're like original horror cut or something like that. But if, from everything I've seen, it seems pretty likely that, you know, everybody involved, like multiple visual effects artists have come out to talk about this. And it's like, yeah, this design is obviously not good. We can tell you that. Every visual effects artist will tell you that this is not a good design. But I guarantee yeah. you that they all brought it up to the studio heads and they're like, nope, we want this. And, and so sure. it's just a matter of like the studio heads not letting them use the design that they likely wanted to use. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Maybe mm-hmm. we can get like original model DLC for the movie down the line. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Maybe. <laughs> oh, goodness. But we'll have to see how it all turns out. But I, I did see something funny, though. It's like uh, that... Uh, If a baby is born in November, it's kind of, uh, not like this coming November, but November 2020, Sonic movie date. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that's, wow. God,
1: that's true. Yeah. Oh, man.
0: that's messed up. Anyway, (laughs) uh, (laughs) the last bit of news we have this week is uh, the Mario Kart uh, Tour beta actually began. And uh, while none of us have actually got to play it. Andre has, and he, uh, after doing that little preview discussion with him, he liked the game at first and liked what it was kind of doing and the control options and all that, but as soon as he found out that, um, you know, you're not actually racing other people, it's just uh, AI with, you know, profile names above them from from other players, uh, it kind of killed his love of it. And I saw him tweeting today about, all the things you gotta do, you gotta have this many stars in order to unlock this, and then you have but in order to do that you need to do this thing, and it's just the it's just the mobile design through and through, and I'm like, Well, I wasn't really excited for this in the first place, and this just sort of puts the nail in the coffin there.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I saw two images that put the nail in the coffin for me. So there's one image when a person had six blue <laughs> shells, and another image where they had six bullet bills. And <laughs> I just kinda of said like this isn't a game no. I want to play. And of course, yeah, then all of Andre's complaints, it just, it doesn't sound like it's really worth playing. It
1: doesn't. I mean, of course it is just the beta, so there, there could still be some rebalancing and, and you know, rebal- Yeah, well, we're just rebalancing done, but it doesn't seem like the kind of thing that's going to be that interesting to play in a mobile context. I mean, Animal Crossing wasn't either, so... It's hard to say. You know, Nintendo sometimes really hits on something, like what they did with Fire Emblem Heroes, which is still doing really well, and which I still continue to believe is really well made. But Mario Kart Tour, I don't know. I, I'm an iOS user, so I can't check it out yet anyway. Uh, but, of course, when the beta does open up to us, I'm certainly going to check it out. But I have a feeling... Uh, Andre and I have, share a lot of opinions on, on Mario Kart. Like we, We're both super into it. So I have a feeling that if he doesn't like it, I'm probably not going to either.
0: Hmm.
2: Hmm. And this, this kind of feels like the, the polar opposite to Mario Run, where they, they tried to do a premium price product on a phone, and it didn't really work. So now they're just doing the, the exact opposite and doing the most mobile design they <laughs> Everybody can. Everybody wanted it yeah. for free. Um, well, here, here you, th- you go. Yeah, exactly. And it feels weird to have gacha elements in Mario Kart. And there's there's part, like you can get characters who have um, stronger abilities than others. So you can like have more items at once, which just doesn't feel right. They have right these. Right for these Mario tell
0: me, they have these track affinities, and certain characters have yeah. more track affinities than others. So it's like, well, now everybody's going to play just a certain amount of characters or just right. the best characters. Well, nice. in certain so. characters,
1: I think like Metal Mario, I think is like the big one right now. And if I think Metal Mario is supposed to have like more affinity for a greater number of tracks than other characters, which just makes him better. Mm-hmm. Like objectively just makes him mm-hmm. better, which isn't that's not a fun way to play the game. At the same time, yeah, I know you're not competing with people live. But that also just kind of makes it less interesting. So exactly. not only is it like, you know, not fair in terms of the competition, you're not even competing. So like what's that's the that's mm. what's at the heart of Mario Kart is competition and, 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 you know, last play last minute wins and that kind of fun. If you strip that out of Mario Kart, what are you left with?
0: Mm, not, not much.
2: Sure. And you know what? There's actually some news that did happen this week that I forgot about um, in Belgium. The uh, Animal Crossing Pocket Camp and Fire Emblem Heroes, I believe, are both being taken oh, off right. the network right. next month because of, uh, of laws with loot boxes and basically how monetization works, which says to me that Mario Kart Tour probably won't launch in Belgium. Well, yeah, probably I not. would guess
0: not. And, I mean, that's the thing, is that the, the governments are starting to crack down on these things just because of their addictive qualities, and uh, it's not looking good <laughs> for them. I mean not that I don't think that these no. things should be regulated a little bit because they can get extremely predatory but in government uh, when it comes to these sort of things uh, gaming related tend to go a little too far in the other direction.
1: Yeah, I mean it'll be sure. interesting to see what happens because we had a US lawmaker I think just last week introduce some sort of legislation to curb loot box, you know, uh, loot box type things in kids games or games that are marketed toward kids which Mario Kart Tour would certainly fall under that. So it'll be interesting to see if there are any, you know, if this legislation makes it anywhere in in America or if it, you know, just fizzles out or if there are any potential consequences.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. We'll see. But it's uh, interesting times, to say the least. Uh, Anyway. Uh, I think that about covers it for our news because, again, there just wasn't much happening this week. Everybody's waiting for uh, E3, it seems.
1: Oh, wait. I do have one thing to say news-wise because I wasn't here last week. Yes, Wily Wars. Yes, Wily Wars. Okay. Okay, I'm done. I just had to get that in there. So have you
0: pre-ordered your uh, Genesis Mini yet?
1: (laughs) I have. uh, Nice. I I did the second Wily Wars is confirmed for it because I'm like, holy crap. This game's actually getting released like all this time later. I need this game now.
0: I love how it got both – I mean – Granted, the anniversary, Castlevania Anniversary Collection kind of uh, tw- uh, makes it a little less exciting, but the fact that Genesis Mini got both the uh, never-been-ported-to-anything-else Castlevania Bloodlines yeah. and never never released on anything else um, Wily Wars, man, they're just hitting it uh, for both of us. Like, what what Genesis game would uh, do it for you, John?
2: <laughs> oh, I don't even know. I, you know, I guess Sonic 3 is the big one, but I doubt it's going to be in there. Yeah. It feels weird to say Sonic Three as well because it's a mm-hmm. Sonic game, but it hasn't been ported. How in no can you decade. not? How can you but. not
1: have the entire? I know, I know the music rights, but just get June away to just you know draft up some uh-huh. new Ice uh, Ice Cap Zone track. He could do it.
0: Yeah. Oh right. man, I wonder if they might surprise us. I don't think yet. they've I don't think they've said Rystar yet.
1: They haven't said Star. No. and I was, I was thinking the same thing, Derek. I wonder if they might surprise us because how can you really release a Sega Genesis mini? Without all three Sonic games on there, three yeah. and a half, whatever you wanted to do, yeah. in classified knuckles. I mean, come on.
0: I mean, it might go like, mm. all right, we 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 heard you, and we have it. It's we have Sonic Three D Blast. Don't <laughs> oh, know.
2: You know, it's already such great value, right? It's hard to complain about it. But I know that there's people who will buy this for Sonic Three alone. Mm. Um, they'll disregard the other thirty-nine games if it has, if it has Sonic Three on it. Especially if it's an M two port, it, that is, that's yeah, M two to the port. I right, would. I mean, right.
1: yes, I want it for Wily Wars, but I would. I would. Did it would then become a purchase for Wily Wars and M two Sonic Three. So that would add uh-huh. so much value. But I guess the argument is, and Sega knows this, they're going to sell a crap ton of these with or without Sonic Three. So mm-hmm. that's the problem. Oh, yeah. Is it's not necessarily a draw for them as much as it is for us. Yeah. I- hmm. But it is already
2: looking amazing, and there's still ten more games yeah, to find that's out. Really about. Yeah,
1: uh, and nice. by the way, the version of Wily Wars we're getting is the NTSC version that runs at sixty frames per second. I was going to say, nice.
0: I hope we're getting the sixty hertz version.
1: Yeah, no, sorry, not frames per second. The sixty hertz version. Yeah, very cool. They, they've already that's confirmed it. Yeah, they, they like they got the NTSC version loaded on it. Like they, that's for all regions. Oh, thank God.
2: So this is already better than the PlayStation yep. exactly. Classic. <laughs> exactly. It's not that hard. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's not. Yeah. It's a low bar. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I need you to pre order that myself just because if it does announce Sonic 3, those in, it's going to be sold out instantly. Oh, yeah. So. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, let's go ahead and jump into our Patreon questions questions for the week. As always, you guys can support us on Patreon for just $1 a month. Get these podcasts three days early every Friday, as well as offer up topics like the ones we have here. So, uh, who would like to go first this week?
1: Oh. Uh-
2: um, I'll go first. So, my topic is from Sean Davis, and he says, Hey GX, with E3 coming right around the corner, I was wondering, what was the biggest surprise announcement for you at any E3, and why was that announcement so impactful for you? Um, so, guys, th- uh, second to think about this, um, one of my biggest, um, surprises was one I didn't even watch live. So, uh, I don't know, it, 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 in the, usually, when Sony have a conference at E3, they have a really unfriendly international time where it's on at like 2 in the morning. Uh, it's not so bad in America, but for like the rest of Europe, it's it's so hard to just stay up and watch that. But most years I do, but one year I didn't, and it was the year where they showed off Final Fantasy VII remake, Shenmue III, and The Last Guardian. Um, so I woke up and just, just like checked <laughs> oh, a bunch of forums and just these threads that I th- I thought they were fake to begin with. Um, and yeah, when I saw the Final Fantasy VII remake title, I was like, oh my god, they finally done done it. Because obviously this game was um, so... You know, there, there was so much anticipation for a remake uh, ever since the PlayStation 3 tech demo. Um, and to just finally see it actually in development was nuts. Um, so watching that trailer, uh, even though I'd already know... I, I think part of, part of the reason that trailer is so great is because it's not instantly recognizable as Final Fantasy VII until the end. And even going into it knowing what it is, it was just still, still so hype-inducing. So I think, even though I didn't see it live, I think knowing that Final Fantasy VII Remake was a thing is one of my favorite E3 surprises.
1: Well, can I just tell you that being there in the audience for that year (laughs) was unreal? Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely unreal. Um, I I hate to do this, because I I know I've already said this answer in different permutations and various uh, settings and stuff, but... Mine will always be Mega Man being revealed for Smash Mm -hmm. in Smash 4. That's never. I don't think anything's ever going to top that for me because I did not see it coming. Nobody did. It didn't leak, and he was literally my dream character. It was all I wanted for Smash, and it it happened in the coolest, best possible way with that badass reveal trailer. It happened in the middle of those really, really dark days for Mega Man fans when we were getting nothing, Mm -hmm. and we thought the character was basically dead. So... Honestly, I, I can't think of. I mean, there have been other surprises for sure, but like when we when we got Kingdom Hearts three as a surprise, uh, you know, uh, announcement at that one PlayStation E three conference, and then it, we'd ended up not getting into like six years later or whatever. But you know, that's Square for you. I mean, there are other E three announcements, but for me, it's always going to be Mega Man's reveal for Smash because that was. So hype, and my feed my uh stream went down right when that happened. People were freaking out. Oh no, so it went down, it went down right before it happened. And so I get all these uh tweets uh, on my timeline, (laughs) like, (laughs) Is Ash Paulson breathing? Is he okay? Oh my god, like, what's you know, I want to hear Ash Paulson's reaction. I'm like, What the hell is everybody talking about? And then I got back on the stream and I saw it, and I just, of course, lost my mind. Uh (laughs) And uh, and yeah, I mean, that was just I, I felt like a kid on Christmas morning, that absolutely. Rekindled to me what it felt like to be a kid And have this game that you just are so excited about Get revealed or whatever And that was just that Amazing experience for me Sure, Mm.
2: Did they show his final smash in that trailer?
1: They did not So what was your initial reaction to that? Oh, I that that was its own separate. I was in a, I remember I was uh, I was working I was working with WayForward at the time uh on a on a project and I was at a Starbucks outside of like like a mile away from WayForward because I wanted to watch the direct before going into the office. And that was that was when they showed Mega Man's final smash and I just started I just I flipped out again I was like posting on every social media I immediately changed my Facebook and Twitter banners to be an image of the final smash I'm like holy crap they did it there's X there's trigger there's EXE I can't deal with it so I was just like I just my my love and dedication to Sakurai were reaffirmed that that day as well and yeah basically yeah when, they, when he was revealed and when they showed off his final smash those two things for me were like huge but I really can't overstate his reveal like I just that was I didn't see it coming it it was like again kind of like Cloud nobody saw that coming and that was a huge huge deal for everyone I think you know who grew up with games but for me personally Mega Man just I'm so glad he didn't leak I'm Mm -hmm. so glad and if we're lucky enough to ever get Sora in this game I hope he doesn't leak either sure (laughs) and he has a character everyone wanted as well no I don't Oh, exactly, yeah. Oh, yeah, and he was, like, he was such a, a, a pick that, yeah, so many people wanted, and I agree with you, Derek, is probably not happy, but, you know, <laughs> just putting it out there, just in case.
0: Yeah. Um, for me, it, I mean, Ash already kind of mentioned it, but, yeah, the way they revealed uh, the Kingdom at initial Kingdom Hearts 3 trailer, um, going from... Uh, Hey, Final Fantasy versus thirteen is now Final Fantasy fifteen. It's like, oh, that's so cool, and then no more. All of a sudden, is back on the screen. It's like, uh, but we have one more thing to talk about that people have been waiting for for a long time, and just as soon as he says that, you know exactly what he's going to go with. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I ended up curling my. you know, knees to my chest, as I've told this story before, <laughs> kind of like Ash, and just bouncing back and forth, and just so excited, that going into that kid mentality, which I don't think I've ever done before. Uh, usually my reactions are just kind of a little bit more muted, and I just get these chills, and no, I just was completely geek- geeking out about uh, the Kingdom Hearts 3 reveal, the fact that they were finally working on it, we were finally seeing something from it, and there was... Uh, some really cool potential there uh, it's sort of like one that uh, best encapsulates the uh, encapsulates getting the chills sort of thing um, I, I I remember seeing the reveal trailer for uh, Twilight Princess and everybody oh, freaking gosh, out yeah. about that and well, now yeah. how it looked good and just the way people were going nuts and that was really cool and of course when they showed off his wolf form as well like there's the hype around Twilight Princess was pretty legit it's hard to describe now but people were f- just going nuts for that game
2: mm-hmm. and the Miyamoto reveal at the end <laughs> that, that just completely mm-hmm. sells it <laughs> exactly oh yeah
1: and that was my first ever uh, E3 conference ever so talk about a high bar uh-huh. <laughs> yeah yeah that's that was my first ever conference So and that was amazing to be a part of and being there in the audience and uh And yeah, there there was a lot of hype surrounding it. It's a shame that, in my opinion, the game didn't end up living up to that hype or even close. But at least at the time, people were really excited for everything. Twilight Princess. Yeah, Mm
2: -hmm. for for some people, it was kind of like a redemption game. I love Wind Waker, but people wanted that sort of Ocarina of Time sequel, and uh, everything they showed was that—just Ocarina of Time, but bigger.
1: Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, I will say this came to mind. It's not a, technically an E3 moment, but it's very similar to it. Uh, I was at the Sonic anniversary event. I think it was the 20th, 25th anniversary event where they revealed Sonic Mania for the first time. Oh, like nice. I was in the audience when they showed that trailer for the first time, and that was absolutely electrifying. Like I had goosebumps. The room had goosebumps. People were screaming, yelling. It was exactly what every Sonic fan wanted to see, and you could feel that in that room. And that would probably be a pretty comfortable second place mm. for me in terms of like unbelievably hype E three esque announcements. If I
2: recall, they had trouble showing the trailer at first, and I think they revealed the they title did. before. <laughs> before so. they did, that whole thing was such a mess. Uh-huh. Like
1: that stream was a mess. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> But that was really excited to be in the room with all the other fans. Like, 2D Sonic is back! Like, the kind of 2D Sonic we want is here, finally.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was, a, it was a big moment.
1: Very cool.
0: Uh, well, Ash, what about your topic?
1: Sure, so my topic this week comes from Denzel Derpison, who says, Hello, GX crew. Just wanted to ask, have any of you guys dealt with natural disasters ever in your life? Hurricanes, earthquakes, etc.? I live in Puerto Rico, and in 2017, we got Hurricane Maria, which hugely affected our Caribbean island by not having electricity for two to four months. We recovered already, but it was very scary at the time. Love you guys, and keep up the good work. So thank you for the awesome question, Denzel. And the reason I picked this is because actually, yes, uh, I don't know if you've heard, but late last year, uh, basically, Southern California went up in flames, like all of it. <laughs> like, we were, we were surrounded by wildfires. And we're known for having wildfires, but these were... Among the worst on record, and I, I don't I don't even know how many acres were burned in, in these fires, but it was like a series of three fires. It was like the Woolsey Fire and the Camp Fire, and then some other one that all like kind of converged together and just scorched so much of Southern California. And actually, the house I grew up in, the fire line literally got up to maybe I would say uh, fifty to hundred feet away from the house mm. I grew up in, and. Mm. It was just, and the firefighters stopped it. I mean, thank, you know, thank heavens they, they stopped it. But, of course, it's hard to be too happy about that because so many other people lost their homes, and that's just devastating. We were lucky enough that it got, you know, again, within maybe 50 feet, and we were so lucky. And you can even see in the field across from my parents' house where the fire stopped. It's crazy how close it got. And uh, it, was, it was also pretty scary at the time because none of us were home. I was in New York for... I think the Smash Brothers Ultimate event that I went to with Andre and Steve. So I was in New York. My dad was in Texas for work, and then my mom was in North Carolina visiting family. So none of us were all around the country, <laughs> and we're talking to each other like, "Oh my God, is our house going to be there when we get back?" Oh, so scary. And yeah, it was a really dude, sc- no way to terrifying. rescue any of
0: your stuff. That's that's a terrifying right.
1: feeling. Well, we had we had a, an amazing family friend who got some of our stuff out, but, you know, she could only get so much. And so we appreciated that, of course. And she had our dog, which, of course, is the most important thing. And uh, but it was just weird thinking, wow, this house that I grew up in may not be there when I get back home. And again, thankfully, it was the firefighters rescue the house. But yeah, that's something that we have to deal with constantly out here in California is wildfires. Also, earthquakes. It's been a long time since we've had a big one, but everyone keeps saying the big one, you know, capitalized is coming. And I don't doubt it because I think it was like 96 or 97. We had like the the mother of all earthquakes and it just, it was uh, really, really bad. I don't know exactly what it was on the Richter scale, but if you read about it, it was a really bad time for Southern California. And apparently we're going to be getting another one coming up. So we have fires and earthquakes. What about you guys? Um, I'm uh, I'm
2: pretty good, honestly. Nothing really bad happened to you. <laughs> But nice. Uh, I just want to say it, it, Um, when when that, when that was happening to you, and you're sort of relaying this information to us, it was like a horror movie. It, it was terrifying to yeah. see this imagery and um, hearing about how it's affecting you personally as well. Um, it's it just it makes me feel so bad that people uh, sort of face these risks every day. because um, yeah, honestly, here yeah. we don't really have uh, any natural disasters on that kind of scale
0: mmm yeah it was I think there was it that that particular fire started for the stupidest reasons as it was some p- part of some thing for a gender reveal party <laughs> it just got out of, like they is actually, that
1: okay I knew that I wasn't sure which one it actually pertained to but I heard about that as well yeah okay. I think it
0: was that one but I'm not positive okay. but it's just like idiots yeah. <laughs> you
1: know yeah
0: um yeah but yeah, I I've never faced anything to that scale. That's for sure. Like, I, we'll get the occasional tornado warning, which I've never personally seen. It's just never happened here. But they'll they'll pop up. Um, and otherwise, I, 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 we kind of get blizzards, but that hasn't <laughs> been a thing since like the 90s. There was this there was this one huge blizzard that didn't really affect my family, other than the fact that it's just like, oh crap, there's a ton of snow. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's just so much. Um, but it actually, like, the ice flow in this, um, uh, this river was just so much that it actually broke away this old bridge and sent it down the river to the next, br- to hit the next bridge Jeez. in lines. It was, it was, it was kind of crazy like that. I forget exactly the year or how it all goes, but yeah, they haven't fixed it since, but you can still see where it happened and it's kind of crazy. Uh, that that whole thing happened. Again, it, it wasn't personal for me. Nobody was hurt. It was just like, well, that happened. Uh, it, I think it was literally like four or five feet of snow and then it rained. And so there's this thick sheet of ice on top of that snow. Wow. Uh, wow. Like, like uh, I, I think I've said this before. My dad was – my dad's in a wheelchair. He's been in my my entire life. The ice was so strong on top of that snow that he could wheel out on top of it. <laughs> and so just ride around on the top of the snow. That's scale.
1: crazy. Yeah. Wow.
0: So it was. It was. That was back in the like early to mid nineties. I forget exactly when, but somewhere around there. Otherwise, um, you you know, get the occasional threat of floods, but we we were on a hill, so it never really affected us. And I, when I went to visit Japan, uh, we. I, was asleep at night and apparently an earthquake happened overnight, never felt it, didn't wake up. <laughs> so Nice. It wasn't a major one or anything like that, but, you know, small grumblings. So I thought it was kind of funny.
1: That's funny. That reminds me uh, prior to my first trip to Japan a few years ago. Uh, that was when the really bad earthquake happened that damaged the reactor and like, mm-hmm. you know, it's like a toxic, like a, a safety hazard. And that was right before I went to Japan on my first trip. And my mom is really, really, I love her to death. And she's super into healthy eating, very health conscious. And I love her so much. And I'll never forget, she told me, okay, I'm so excited you're going to Japan, but you can't eat any sushi because of that reactor. And I'm like, mom, I love you more than anything, but I am eating sushi in Japan. That there is no there is no timeline in which I go to Japan for my first time and not eat sushi. And she's just like, well... You know, but you're, you know, it's going to be bad for you and toxins. And I'm like, I hear you. And if I come back with a third arm, you can say I told you so. (laughs) But I am eating sushi in Japan. And I'm sorry.
0: That third arm could just work to shove more sushi in my face. Exactly. Exactly. I'm
1: just like, I'm sorry. I'm just not going to go to sushi or sushi. Go to Japan for two and a half weeks and not eat sushi. It's just not happening. I just want to set your expectations right now. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah.
0: Oh, goodness. That's, yeah, it's funny where you like where you live there's always something but i guess i guess there's really like no form of natural disaster you don't have to worry about tornadoes or earthquakes or hurricanes where you're at are you, do you john
2: not really the worst i've had is um a hoverfly attack <laughs> this isn't even a natural disaster <laughs> what? so what basically I, I must have been like maybe 10 at the time and i was uh, at the beach with my family and we um just going back to the car to go home, and all of a sudden, this huge swarm of hoverflies just sort of filled the air. Um, it's like a horror oh movie God. almost. And I remember just getting into the car, and there were hoverflies all over the windows and the windscreens, and uh, they're just—I don't even know what you call this. This isn't a natural disaster. This is just a yeah, an attack a by plague. insects. <laughs> that sounds
1: like a pl- that sounds like a play. Yeah,
2: it was just for the day. Like they they completely—I don't know. I don't even know what, where they went after that. But um, yeah, it's just this it was this horrible. Um, we just everywhere you look, there's just hoverflies, um, and I don't even think I've really seen hoverflies much since then. But they they all just sort of came together and attacked <laughs> attacked all the humans.
1: I <laughs> won't even lie; that sounds a million times scarier than a fire. Like, <laughs> even, even the worst Whoa. wildfire, oh that sounds so much scarier I, to me. I just would never go outside again.
0: Well, that's that's quite, kind of like um wasn't in, wasn't there that thing in Australia where there was like that huge storm that just picked up all of the um. Spiders and started raining spiders across oh the Oh my guy. God! Are you
1: serious? That was, Did that yes. actually happen? I yes. think I'd rather die. <laughs> you know, I was always I was already on the fence about ever visiting Australia because I know their spider and scorpion thing. But if it if that ever actually happened, I'm never going. I don't care. <laughs> I'm, pretty I'm pretty sure it's a thing. I love Australians. I'm sure they're wonderful, lovely people, great food, fine. But I never need to go to a country in which it ever has any chance of raining spiders <laughs> no. in my life. <laughs> Ever. Nope.
2: Uh oh, that's I mean, the, the koalas kind of balance it out. They're cute.
1: I mean, they are cute, but, but there's just, no. There's really nothing, <laughs> literally nothing that would make it worth ever being at risk of spiders raining down on me. Ever. <laughs> yeah. Ever.
0: I, it would be a little freaky. I'm not even that scared of spiders like you are, and it would just still uh, just terrify me. <laughs>
1: I would rather I would rather have Rayman in Smash than have spiders ever rain down upon me. That's how that's how little I ever want that to happen to me.
2: He's already in Smash. He's in the ice.
1: Yeah, well, exactly. yeah. perfect. <laughs> in the, exactly. In the ice and Battlefield. I love that. <laughs>
0: yep. <laughs> oh boy. But um Yeah, uh, for my topic, we have Corey Hilsey. Who says with the release of the Castlevania Anniversary Collection, I started thinking about what other collections or compilations should get a release on the Switch? What would your ideas be? I'd love to see an SNES D.K.C. collection personally. Thanks for all your hard, hard work, gents. So, uh, I, you know, this one appeals to me because I was saying for the longest time, Konami, please do the do what Mega Man did with the Legacy Collection and do it for Castlevania, and they finally did it, and it's a it's a good port. M2 did it, so yeah. Um, and there's even, you know, the talk of having a second one. So, yes, please. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I really do like his idea for a DKC collection. Oh, that is like, <laughs> that's like oh, that's one of the big ones
1: right there. Is, like, yeah.
0: Have the, have the three Donkey Kong Country games, the three Donkey Kong Land games, toss in Tropical Freeze and um, Returns, uh, maybe even DK64 for feeling, uh, feeling generous. Boom. I question. think
1: they I think they would do that, but without returns. I think it's possible to see the three country games, the three land games in 64. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, they definitely wouldn't throw in Tropical no, games definitely unless it's like not. five years from now. Exactly. And probably not returns. Although they kind of should, because I don't see returns ever really getting any play otherwise. Like they're not going to re-release that by itself. No. And it was a good game.
2: It's hard to think of uh compilations Nintendo would do. Because they're typically against compilations. Like they did a yeah. few in the Wii era, yeah. I guess just sort of Kirby in the re-release of Mario All-Stars. But uh, for the most part, they like to sort of release their games individually. So my answer to this probably would be a Zelda collection, but I know they wouldn't do that. Mm. I know if they bring Wind Waker to Switch, it's going to be on its own, and then Twilight Princess later, right. uh, they're not going to compile them. Um, I, I know like, we like to look at the Collector's Edition on GameCube, where they had like, Majora's Mask and o- Ocarina of Time, but I think this is a different era. Like They, they definitely like selling their games on their own now. Um, so yeah this is kind of tough with uh, Nintendo orientated games but of course there's tons and tons of of third parties that could get on this and uh, one I really want to see is a Mega Man Legends collection
1: Ooh! oh yeah
2: yeah just like have Mega Man Legends 1, 2 trombon yeah that's all you need (laughs) that'd be great
1: yeah Oh, I would so 100%. down for that, and it would, it would be a great history lesson too. Because you know, when you think of early 3D action games, you mostly think of Ocarina of Time, and that's completely fine. But Mega Man Legends kind of had its own, you know, version of early 3D action gaming, and I think it's all it's it, it's in its own way pretty relevant as well. And I think it would just serve as a great history lesson for what games of that era played like when we were still figuring 3D out. Sure, and I,
0: I still think they play really well. Uh, yeah, you know they're really great titles. I mean, going along the same Mega Man idea, I you know we got the the Zero Collection on, on the uh, DS. I think we should. I think they should uh, bring that to the Switch. But I'll also add in the ZX uh, and ZX Advent to it, give it a little bit more value.
2: Mm, that'd be
0: great. Definitely,
1: it's funny because I thought I was going to be the one that would have to like go to the Mega Man <laughs> stuff. But you guys have already kind of cut me off in the past, so we, I guess I'll. We're just leaving say,
0: Battle Network for you because I know it's I was going to say
1: like I had Battle Network and Zero written down. Uh, Zero, I think, would be a great idea for its own reasons. And actually, I, I tweeted about this months ago, but I was fantasizing about a completely remade, like remastered Zero series with hand drawn art. Ooh. By like by the guy who did all the series art and like hand drawn background sprites. Obviously, it'll never happen, but how cool would that be? That'd be great. Like oh that man, would be pretty sweet. Um,
2: <laughs> we should probably. But I would love to see. Oh, we should probably get off Mega Man. But I have one more um, suggestion for Mega Man collection, and that's the.
1: Is that I was I was gonna say oh, oh go I
2: was gonna say the two PSP games, the so Powered Up and uh, Maverick Hunter X, and maybe oh, throw in yeah. Ultimate um, Ghouls and Ghosts in there too.
1: That would hey. be quite. Cool. I think that would work better as a as a like Capcom branded you know PSP best hits or something yeah. than just a Mega Man one.
2: Yeah, yeah, probably.
1: but but yeah, no, I think that would be really cool. Uh, but I was just going to say Battle Network because I just love that series to death, and it was a very cool, unique take on what Mega Man could be. Mm-hmm. And I think if they re- if they threw them all in a collection maybe reduce the encounter rate by a little bit because the random encounter rate in those games was crazy high, I think we could have a really fun co- uh, collection on our hands. But my off-the-wall idea, actually, and I don't even know who owns the rights to all these <laughs> games, but I would love to see a Soul Blazer trilogy
0: oh, like, nice. re-release. Yeah. Like
1: I, it, These are these old Quintet games. I don't even know who owns the rights to anything Quintet anymore, but Soul Blazer, Illusion of Gaia, Terra Enigma Give me those three games together in a package... I'll probably be the only one who buys it, but <laughs> I'll buy it. I'll buy 10 copies to make up for it. But you know, Soul Blazer is a really good game, and Terranigma is really interesting in, in its own way, and I like it a lot. But Illusion of Gaia, I love to death. And any, any way I can get that playable on modern platforms, I'll take it. Mm-hmm. But as a, as a trilogy, it's just a great, really weird, off-the-wall trilogy of RPGs for the Super Nintendo. And I just would love to see them be re-released. Mm-hmm.
2: That would be great. Um, here's one that's probably that probably will happen. Um, no more heroes. So we've had Travis Strikes oh, Again, yeah. and three is probably happening. So a collection of just one and two makes a lot of sense.
0: Yeah, that would be a really good fit for the Switch. Uh, probably get in the motion controls, do all that. Yeah, I think that'd do pretty well. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like other collections. Uh, honestly, a port of Golden Sun and Golden Sun Lost Age would be pretty cool.
2: Yeah, yeah. Do you think that would be cool? Do you think they'd do just normal ports, or would they? Kind of brush them up, kind of like the Mario and Luigi remakes.
0: I think they would need a bit brushed up, probably. Because uh, I remember those graphics being a little rough. Like they were trying to do a pseudo three D models or sprites on uh, on that. On-
2: mm. But at the time, people were like, "Why isn't Pokemon
0: doing this?" <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah,
1: <laughs> of I would. Um, I would like to see a Lufia collection. Like, just oh. it really, it would really just be a duology because anything after Lufia Two doesn't need to be collected in anything. But the first two Lufia games were fantastic RPGs for the Super Nintendo. And Lufia, I feel like, is kind of like in that Grandia realm where it has enough of a legacy to where there's somewhat of an audience for it. Mm. And they are doing Grandia. So I feel like, you know, hopefully they do a good job with it. But if Grandia can be re released, I feel like maybe Lufia could.
2: Going mm-hmm. off a, sim- a similar um, train of thought there, what about the Luna games on uh, Sega CD and PlayStation? I was thinking that. Oh,
1: yeah. Getting, like, oh, yeah.
2: getting Silver Star and Eternal Blue. And there's, like, there's, I would love there's a few different versions of that, too, because the, um, the PlayStation and Sega, Sega CD versions of Silver Star were done by two different people, and they're very different games. Um, so to have a collection right. that lets you sort of choose between each version of Silver Star and Eternal Blue, that'd be great. Um, and I, I've got, the, I've got uh, Silver Star on Sega CD, and it's pretty pricey these days. So um, yeah. it's kind of hard to come across. So some kind of modern <laughs> collection would do that game a lot of good.
0: Yeah, and I, I actually have both the, the both the uh, lunar games on the PlayStation One. I got them a long time ago, because I saw them at a good price, but I haven't had a chance to play them. <laughs>
1: uh-huh. I actually did play them back in the day, and they're they're very good. They're very old school. Mm-hmm. Like you have to be willing to grind, and like they're, you know, they are very old school in the way they expect players to grind and kind of do that busy work. But they're they're great games, and there's a reason they stood the test of time. So I think they could absolutely hold up today. Sure.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, the other obvious, the one that we've kind of talked about in the past, uh, Ace Attorney uh, five through, uh, 4 through 6.
1: <laughs> yes, I want that so much. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. Yeah.
2: Um, um, here's one that I, will yeah. never happen. <laughs> Excite Truck and Excite Bots Collection. Because those games oh, are gosh. way better than they have any yeah. might <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> They're really good. <laughs> I've they
1: heard they that. Are. I've never played them, but I've always heard that they are they are like that.
0: I had a ton of fun with Excite Truck. Never played Excite Bots.
2: Excite Bots didn't come out yeah. in Europe. I had to import it. Um, I think it only came out in America. I don't think it even came out in Japan. But it had uh, had Wi-Fi, so you could play online. And it basically was just Excite Trucks, but uh, like a bit more energetic. There's like mini games everywhere. Um, you play mm-hmm. as like little, um, little insect robots. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. <laughs>
1: nice. Yeah, I will say I I hate to even mention this because I don't think Konami is literally capable of it, but I would like to see Silent Hill 1 through 3 in a collection again. Like a better like version. done <laughs> done well, like a better version. But, you know, we've seen what happened with the HD collection on PS3 and 360. Right. So I don't know if they're capable of it, but I would love to see that. Uh, this also isn't Konami, but Fatal Frame. Oh, yeah. Those games Ooh, have been yeah. so fragmented on so many different consoles, and we never even got four here. So it would be really cool to get, like, a collection of Fatal Frame 1 through 5 at some point, and those are great games. Yeah, and
2: Nintendo's done that franchise mm-hmm. the Dirty. I mean, they, Fatal Frame yeah. 5 was, was good. Like, Made in War- Blackwater was a fun game. But apart from that, they haven't yeah. really done much with the franchise at all since they got the rights to it. They, um, I think they ported um, Project Zero 2 in Europe. I don't think it came to America. And then uh, Fatal Frame 4 was Japan exclusive. And apart from that, right. I think there was... Was it Spirit Camera on the 3DS? <laughs> and that's, that's basically <laughs> yeah. what it
0: have I the think series. so. Yeah and that's like a little weird.
1: Yeah. And this is a this is a, a franchise that has enough play to be to have an assist trophy in Smash Brothers. So right. I feel like let's let's give let's give Fatal Frame some love on the Switch. Yeah.
2: And just a port of Maiden of Blackwater in a collection. That's that
0: shouldn't yes. be so hard to do.
1: Yeah, it'd be cool. I I really, really deeply enjoyed Maiden of Blackwater. It was, yeah, it was I would be was happy to play that again.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh just to finish this off here and go a bit more old school again it might be a little weird. But I'd love to see sort of like another Disney collection, except focusing on games uh, with Mickey Mouse. Uh, so stuff like Mickey Mania, uh, the, the Castle of Illusion, uh, World of Illusion, um, the Magical Quest games. Uh, there's a lot of really good Mickey Mouse games out there, and That's you can even toss in some like other ones, like uh, you know, for uh, Donald Duck, like uh, he had that Quack Shot that I had as a kid that oh, yeah, I really yeah. enjoyed. Um. so oh my god I just realized the pun of that the pun of that game It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, like why is it called Quackshot and I just realized it's supposed to be Crackshot uh-huh. <laughs> so, um, but that'd be pretty cool
1: yeah see now you've got me wanting a Warner Brothers afternoon collection collect all the Tiny Toons games collect the Animaniacs games those are always good like the Tasmania mm-hmm. games like you know, people don't talk about them as much, but Warner Brothers properties, animation properties, have their own stable of good games too, mainly made by Konami. But if they could do a Konami, you know, Warner Brothers our Afternoon Collection, you know, Buster Bust Loose, Buster's Hidden Treasure, mm. Animaniacs. Like, those were those great games. Like, I'd love to have that. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. <laughs> All
0: right. Well, let's go ahead and jump into our uh, game for this week, uh, which comes to us from Joe Kim. He says... Hi, Game Explain. I have a game for you. I created a Google Doc of various Game Explain trivia with multiple choice questions. How much does Game Explain know? Game Explain. Uh, so yeah, we went ahead and jumped into this, and there's 25 questions. I'm not sure if we'll get to them all, we'll get to them all because we're running a little short on time. But uh, let's go ahead and jump into these. So Ash, you want to keep track of the score? Sure. All right. So this is as of uh, uh, May 19th, 2019. Uh, so that's why all these are set. So, what is Ga- Game Explains highest viewed video? And these are, these are multiple choice. Um, New Super Mario Bros. 2 Final Level Walkthrough, all 18 boss fights in New Super Mario Bros. U, Smash Wii U All Palutena's Guidances, or Super, Ma- or Super Mario Galaxy 2 Final Boss.
2: I think I know this one, so I'm going to stay quiet for a
1: bit.
0: <sighs> I'm Man. split between I'm- two, because I know it has to be one or the other.
1: Uh, I'm split. Well, yeah, I, I'm really bad at, the, at these specific, like these kinds of questions. Like, I don't look at our metrics all that often, so <sighs> I want to go with Palutena's Guidances, but I also feel like that's almost too new compared to something like New Super Mario Brothers 2. They do well, though. <sighs> they mm-hmm. do really well, though. That's the thing. I, I'm going to go with the Palutena's Guidances.
2: All right. Uh, I, th- I think Derek and I are on the same track here, so I'm going to say number two. So all 18 boss yeah. fights in New Super Mario Brothers U.
0: Yeah, basically I was split between guidances and all 18 boss fights, and I think, I think mm-hmm. it's I, I the 18 boss fights.
1: You're probably right. I'm going to get a lot of these wrong. <laughs> yeah. uh,
0: it is number two, uh, all, eight, yeah. all 18 boss fights with over 12 million views. Nice. <laughs> nice. Jeez, yeah, according I'm, to him, I'm the really top like... four most viewed videos make up roughly 30, 32% of all views. Right, and uh, what, what's it
2: matter wow. you, how you found Game Explain in the first place, Ash? So I guess, I guess it kind of makes sense. It why is it's one of the most viewed ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The,
1: the Starcoin, the Starcoin videos were. So yeah, I just didn't know if they did that well. But again, you guys probably know way more about the history and metrics of our videos than I do. I don't look at that stuff that often, so oh. I'm gonna get trounced here. I'm pretty sure. But <laughs> we'll see how this goes.
0: So to, uh, the question two is: What is Game Explains' least viewed video that is at least a year old? Uh, con- uh, number one: Conquer Live and Reloaded walkthrough. Hungover. PB Winterbottom walkthrough levels one through nine. Yeah, This is the early <laughs> stuff of Game yeah. Oh boy! Uh, crackdown two Bomberman achievement guide, um, yeah. and or Super Smash Brothers Melee smash the targets Peach.
2: So smash the targets would have been a Jeez. very late upload because <laughs> Melee yeah. was way before Game Explains YouTube time. So yeah. I'll say PB Winterbottom. Um, but I'm also torn between that and Crackdown, but I'm going to go with uh, with PB. I'm
0: going to go with PB as well, because I don't even
1: remember this game. No. no. Me neither. Not I don't right. even know what this game is, so I'm going with PB Winterbottom.
0: Uh, it's actually number three, Crackdown uh-huh. 2, with 85 wow. views. But Whoa. all the answers have less than 250 views. That's hilarious. I that is him. amazing. Wow. Oh dear. <laughs> and you wonder why we don't cover xbox <laughs> <laughs> yeah right all right uh number three what is game explains highest viewed video that is less than two years old the smash ultimate reveal uh, reveal trailer smash ultimate all palatina's guidances how to play pokemon go tips and tricks uh or pauline's full jump up superstar hmm, Ooh. i'm torn God, between so two here hard. i'm torn yeah, between I'm, pokemon
2: I, go and the smash reveal trailer
1: me too. See, yeah. I'm
0: torn between Pokemon Go
2: and the guidances. I'm going to go uh, with Pokemon Go.
1: I'm going to go with the Smash Ultimate Reveal trailer.
0: I'm going to go with Pokemon Go. I, my gut says uh, Palatina's Guidances, but I know Pokemon Go was a
1: juggernaut. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You guys are probably right. Yeah, let's see.
0: Uh, oh, he did a trick question on us. He did? What? Um... <laughs> He said, uh, "It's it's number two. It's smash ultimate all Palatina's guidances, but he it, it says Pokemon Go has more views, but it's almost three years
1: old. He does which, I reali- which, <laughs> I, which I should have realized. Which
0: which I should have realized because yeah, Pokemon right. Go is three years old. I just didn't think you'd throw a trick question in there."
1: That's what I was thinking. I was like, "Do I have my dates wrong? Because I think Pokemon goes older than that." But that's why I didn't pick it because I, was, I was think it was like the reveal trailer. But okay, so it was the Palatine's guidance. Yeah, that's it was funny.
0: Palutena's guidance.
1: "Dang it, I, I you knew said that was wrong guidance this guidance time." <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: All the right. Uh, fourth question is: What is Game Explains' highest viewed non Nintendo video? Oh, god. oh man! Uh, Portal Two ending and credits. The Heavy Rain walkthrough. Sexy girl. <laughs> oh, oh god! Boundary. What? Uh, fi- <laughs> the oh, Final man. Fantasy VII remake comparison or Resident Evil Resident Evil Two uh, remake? All safes and locks.
2: That video is doing way better than God. I thought it ever would. I, I haven't
0: looked at it in a while because I didn't think it like it started out slow and then all of a sudden
2: jumped up. It was a slow burner. Um, yeah. I think I God. think it's Portal Two ending in credits though because sometimes I check the community portion on our channel and that video gets comments every now and then. So I think I think it's that yeah. one.
1: That's what I'm going with because I like it yeah. seems it makes sense to me that it would be Final Fantasy Seven, but that's obviously way too new. So uh, I'm gonna go with Portal Two.
0: Yeah, the only other one I think that has a chance is the Heavy Rain walkthrough just because it is the sexy girl thing. But um, I'm, I'm going to go with Portal 2 as well. <laughs> okay.
2: If it's sexy yep. girl...
0: <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> no, it is uh, number. One, it's, it is Portal. Uh, right. Portal is the only non-Nintendo franchise in the top 15. Oh, well done. There okay. Cool. Nice. Oh, boy. <laughs> Which of these playlists have the most videos... Castlevania, so my Castlevania series of, of streams. Uh, Derek plays Xenoblade Chronicles, <laughs> Amazing Super Mario Maker levels, or Life in Animal Crossing New Leaf. I think
2: we can scratch oh, off New Leaf. I don't think that was yeah. that big. I might be remembering. how
0: long Andre went? I want to say he went for maybe 20 or 30.
1: Right. Yeah, I don't think it's a, it's Animal Crossing. I also kind of don't think it's Castlevania.
0: No, Castlevania. Like I went there for Castlevania for a Actually, you know what? I've been playing it since August.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's oh, that's it true. Adds up. I want to How say long did you
1: play Xenoblade?
0: Xenoblade. I did some extra ones. Oh gosh. Xenoblade is a long game and I only would play for three or four hours at a time <laughs>
1: so that's the thing hmm I'm
2: gonna go Mario Maker but I, I'm not even confident if that's right though
1: yeah I really don't know
0: I'm gonna go with Castlevania.
1: hmm I know I kind of feel like Mario Maker is the wild card here I am gonna go with Mario Maker
0: alright it is number four Animal Crossing, really? It's the longest <laughs> Let's Play per video with fifty-three videos. Seriously? Whoa! I thought I didn't wow. realize Andre went for fifty-three days on that thing. No. I thought he only went for like a month.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I
0: was checking that out wow. not
2: too long ago. I thought he only did a couple of them.
0: <laughs> Jeez, Andre! That's so funny. <laughs> well, he set the bar for uh, what will, for Animal Crossing on Switch. Yeah, You got to make him do that again. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I can't even imagine what he was doing by the end of that. <laughs>
2: Just picking up shells.
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Okay, then. How's our scores looking, Ash?
1: Uh, okay, we are... So the two of you have two each, and I'm trailing with one. Oh, oh. God, we are doing
0: terrible. You were saying you were going to be bad, Ash. We're all doing <laughs> well, bad.
1: I'm, to be fair, I'm still losing, though, so... We're yeah. all
2: fake game explained
0: fans. <laughs> yep, <Yeah>. exactly. <laughs> uh, how often do we look at our own metrics?
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: Uh, number six. What do the top 10 highest viewed videos have the most in common in their thumbnails? They feature Mario, they feature Pokemon, they feature Bowser, or they feature Palutena?
1: Hmm. God. <sighs> number four is what throws this off for me.
0: I want to say it has to be either Mario or Bowser. So the top ten. We...
1: Really? See, Bowser was the one I was going to strike. I was going to say it's probably either Mario, Pokemon, or Palutena. Well,
2: we did a lot of individual Palutena's guidances as well with the, um, with the newcomers. That's what I'm thinking. So I oh, wonder they were, if they made it into the top
0: ten.
1: Yeah. Hmm.
0: I don't know if they made it into the top ten, but I know a lot of those old New Super Mario guides do really well as well. That's true. So I'm actually going to go with true. Mario.
2: I'm gonna go with Bowser just the opposite just the polar opposite okay
0: <laughs> really <laughs> hmm. you wanna stick with Palutena Ash or are you gonna go with some no, of no because
1: I'm, I'm thinking about them individually and, I, and we're talking about top 10 of all time so mm-hmm. no I'm gonna say Mario as well okay. actually
0: okay yeah. it is Bowser oh nice what due to the prevalence okay. of Mario boss fight videos that's the thing that made me think it could be that but I couldn't remember if we put Bowser on those or Mario on those uh, but it looks like Bowser
1: okay nice
0: good job John well done all right, number seven. Oh boy, this one this one hurts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which of these unique series have the most videos? Under the super scope, missing in action, know who, uh, who's that spirit, oh, and know no. your enemy combined? Combined. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> A very merry GX miss, or happy birthday week switch. Uh, ha- happy birthday week switch. So, okay, so for happy birthday week switch, so that has to be seven videos. Yeah, it's not that. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a little too much I don't think G- Very Mary GX misses that long So I think that's maybe six at most It has right. to be between Under the Super Scope Or the combination
2: Well I think because they combine them all I don't know if that's meant to be a yeah. joke Or whether, <laughs> whether That's uh, actually higher I'm going to say See, it's yeah, I, all of them yeah. combined <laughs>
0: It has to be all of them combined Because I know you've done yeah. a lot of Under the Super Scopes But I know I did at least four or five Of each of those Sure <laughs>
1: Well, and of course, the you know, the the unsaid context here is that really Superscope should do way better than it does for you, John, because there's such great videos. But I think it's going to be number two. Sure. Yeah. All of them combined. Yeah.
0: All right. Oh my gosh! You've done 18 under the Superscopes, John. I have. You're yeah. According Whoa. to this, number one is eight un, uh, under the Superscope with 18 videos. Number two is second with only 16 videos total. Damn. So,
2: if, if you watch all of the Under the Super Scope, you'll be there basically all day.
0: <laughs> yeah, you will.
1: Still wow. around 20 minutes long. <laughs> so, we were wow. all wrong on that. Okay. Wow.
0: N- not even you realized you did 18 of
2: these no. things. <laughs> no, I thought it was maybe, maybe like
0: 10. <laughs> I, I thought you were like around the, you know, 14, 15 range. <laughs> yeah, Jeez, Adds up. Holy crap. All right. Huh. We're learning things about ourselves. Alright, number eight. What is Game Explain's oldest video? Burnout Three, Crash Junction, Resident Evil Four, Krauser Boss Fight? The Game Explain promo or Conquer Live and Reloaded Walkthrough?
2: I think I know this, so I'll answer.
1: I'll let Ash go I, first. <laughs> the the easy, obvious one to me would be the Game Explain promo, but I don't think that's actually it. Uh, that's the obvious answer, but I think it might actually be the RE four Krauser boss fight.
0: Now that's the one I'm leaning towards. Yeah, that's what I think too. Okay. Okay. It is yep, number two. Nice. Uploaded June fourteenth, two thousand nine. The game the day Game Explain <laughs> joined YouTube. Ten
1: years ago. <laughs> wow. Nice.
0: Wow. All right. Uh, number nine. What is Game Explain's most viewed trailer? The Splatoon Splatfest trailer? The Super Smash Brothers Ultimate Reveal trailer? The Super Smash Brothers Wii U 3DS E3 trailer or the Zelda Breath of the Wild E3 trailer? Oh God! I want to say it's oh, not man. Splatoon. It's I
1: don't yeah. think it's Splatoon. I don't think it's Splatoon. But so, are we? Which E3 trailers are we talking about for three? I'm and guessing that the reveal. The, ones. Yeah, probably. Like the initial one. Okay. Yeah. okay. It is funny. I don't think
2: Ultimate makes that high. Actually, No, I guess they specify reveal for Smash Ultimate because it wasn't at E3. So that, that right, was, uh, and right. That,
0: that was the one. Was just the fire.
1: And there were several E3 trailers for Smash Wii U and 3DS. Right. I so, want to
2: say, I think Ultimate may be higher than Smash Wii U 3DS because it, w- it wasn't competing with anything. We would have uploaded a right. ton of E3 trailers for Smash Wii U 3DS, whereas Ultimate's on its True. own.
1: Well, I just think there was also just an overall less, like the pool of Nintendo fans to be I- impressed and excited about Smash Wii U and 3DS was much smaller because of the Wii U. Mm-hmm. Just in general, so I feel like you know. By the time Ultimate rolled around, even more people were excited for it. So, right. It's for me. It's between it's between Ultimate and Breath of the Wild. Sure,
0: I'm. I'm gonna say (sighs) Ultimate's my answer.
1: I think so. I'm gonna go with Ultimate. I'm
0: gonna go do the wild card and go with Breath of the Wild. (laughs) Like it could be Wii U, but I, I for some reason I think Breath of the Wild just caught people's attention. And nope, it is Smash Brothers Wii U. Oh,
2: uh, we shouldn't discount wow, the 3DS. The, the 3DS did well, that Yeah, generally. that is true. <laughs> yeah,
0: that is true. I, I was right. leaning towards that, but the way you guys were talking kind of talked me out of it, and I shouldn't uh, have done that. <laughs> <laughs> Never listen to us. Uh, right. Oh well. All right. Number ten. What is Game Explains most viewed unique video? So no compilations, walkthroughs, footage, secrets, or analysis. Uh, wait. Oh yeah. So. Okay, yeah, no analysis or anything like that. Okay. Sure. I'm confused myself. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Luigi wins by doing nothing Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Uh, does a famous super scope uh, does a famous Super Mario 64 trick work in Super Mario Odyssey? Know your enemies goombas or Super Mario Odyssey is it is the impossible jump possible? Mm. Well, I know it's not know your enemy goombas.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, my gut says Luigi does nothing in Mario Kart 8 Deluxe.
1: Yeah, that's my gut too because it's also mimetic on top of being, you know, fun. It's, yeah. you know, it's become a meme th- almost. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's my answer as well.
0: I'm actually going to go with. I'm going to go with Super Mario 64 trick. Okay, all
1: right. Yeah. What's interesting is that, all that was these, my second guess. All of
2: these are Switch games, apart from New Enemy Goomba. Hmm. So they are yeah. recent.
0: Yeah, it's true. Uh, but it is number one. Uh, with over 1.2 million views nice nice well done, so Luigi, Luigi the Luigi meme wins <laughs> all right Ash where are we at
1: uh, we uh, John is in, is heavily in the lead Ooh. with five and uh, you and I are trailing Derek with three each oh, catch boy. Up. I only got one question right <laughs> in
0: that set oh God all right I think we have 25 totals but I think we're only gonna go to um, 15 sure
1: 15 okay.
0: So this will be our last set. Uh, number 11 what is game explain's most viewed game and watch uh, me street Pass Plaza update, Mario Party 9 extras, Super Mario Galaxy 2 or the Pokemon go preview I mean it has to be Pokemon go right
1: It's gotta be that right I mean hmm. I'm thinking either three or four like maybe o- Galaxy two. the but-
0: only one of the one that could uh, th- I think that would beat it is Mario Party 9
1: yeah really why, yeah. why do you think that would be so huge
0: because i think one of our videos on mario party 9 did very
1: well oh okay <laughs> you know what to know. i'm
2: gonna go with something different i'm gonna say me plaza update and i'm saying that because i don't think there's a whole lot of coverage about that i think it just kind of launched and uh it was probably one of the only ways for people to see those games so i'll say that that's my answer
0: okay i'm gonna go All with right. the pokemon go preview
1: yeah, I'm leaning on I'm leaning on that just because of the sheer hype there was for Pokemon Go, just absolutely crazy hype. So I'm gonna go with that. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, yep, number four, Pokemon nice. Go. Oh, it's a nice. little less than one million. Wow. All right, yeah. all right. Number twelve. What is Game Explains most viewed review? Uh, Mario Kart Eight Deluxe, Super Mario Brothers, uh, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, Xenoblade Chronicles 3DS, or Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee. Well, it's not Pokemon oh, no, i I'm think going
2: to my answer with. I think Andre um, put Smash Bros. Ultimate As like the channel um, video that we, When you click on the channel That's what plays I think he did that for the review I, th- so, I think you're right I, I think, think so. it's probably that because of that
1: <laughs> probably. I just want to say that I'm flattered That one of my reviews made it on, onto this list Hey mine Zimbly did too <laughs> So I just want to say I'm flattered for that But I am ultimately going to have to go with Smash Ultimate I think Yeah, agreed
0: Yep, with almost six hundred and fifty thousand views. With the others close by,
2: nice, nice.
0: So yeah, the others are close. Despite, holy crap, Pokemon! Let's go Pikachu! Got that? I have to see this after the podcast. <laughs> oh yeah,
2: our coverage didn't do great for Let's Go Pikachu and
0: Eevee, but the review did well. Wow, I didn't. I just didn't. Haven't seen it in a while. Anyway, uh, what is Game Explains most viewed analysis? Mm. Uh, Super Mario Three D World uh, for E three, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate World of Light. Super Mario Odyssey reveal trailer or Pokemon X and Pokemon y Pokemon y gameplay mm. uh, I think it's Pokemon X and y I
2: was, that was my gut reaction too but world of yeah, Light did reaction. very well as well
1: it did yeah I'll go yeah I'm torn between two and four I'll
2: say something different to Derek's so I'll go with world of lights but um okay. either I think it's either those two either of those two.
1: Okay. I'm going to go with Pokémon X and Y because that was Pokémon's big, you know, jump into 3D sure. uh you know in, in in that series. So I'm going to go with that.
0: Yeah. All right. Number four by uh, by a significant margin. I knew this wow. one was over a million. That's why I <laughs> okay. <end with>
1: it. <laughs> I had a feeling I remember that being super huge.
0: The only one with over a million views. It's also less than nine minutes long. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> wow. That might help. Why? Yeah, that's crazy. So just
1: so you know, we are all now tied at six. Wow. Oh, okay. Yeah. Left.
0: This cools it, though. Right? All right. What is Game Explains most viewed discussion video? Super Mario 3D World at E3, Super Smash Brothers Wii U 3DS discussion at E3, Rayman and Super Smash Brothers update discussion, <laughs> or DLC leaks and rumors? Did Smash Ultimate's data mine reveal the full roster?
2: Never underestimate Rayman. I'm going to say Rayman no. Smash Ultimate ever, or just Rayman? And yeah,
1: Smash. I'm actually agreeing with you. You think so? Oh man, I'm so, I'm so torn between I, like it's
0: either that or four. Yeah, well, re-
1: you don't remember think it's just how the convincing discussion. that Rayman
2: leak was, though. People
1: were. No, it was. You know, it yeah, was. People wanted to know yeah, about Om- it. Omni did an amazing job. Ah, uh, um. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Rayman, I guess. Loath as I am to admit it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, oh. it's number one. Super Mario 3D World. What? Uh, really? By a significant margin, at about 450,000 views. Why? <laughs> I would. <laughs> Why I mean, that was the, to be fair that is the time that the trailer was Holy crap 3D World actually looks good. Oh right. Oh yeah they right. Did, As the reveal did. trailer looks, was like eh
2: yeah it looked so like like a 3D land um kind of just a sequel to begin with and then they turned yeah. like turned out to 11 yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, interesting. All right, this is for all the marbles. Number 15. What is Game Explains most viewed Smash character reveal trailer? Isabelle, Piranha Plant, Cloud or Duck Hunt? Well, It's it has to, be, to be, clouds, be Cloud, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's got to be, it's cloud. Gotta be
1: Cloud. That's that's what I was thinking. It has mm. to be Cloud. Yeah, cloud the we, only other, like, maybe Piranha Plant. Yeah,
0: I'll go to the tiebreaker that it has at the bottom. But yeah, it is Cloud. Although, Piranha yeah. Plant okay. is a close second. Okay. Okay,
1: I was going to say Piranha Plant's the only other possible answer there. Sure. All right. All right, so we're all tied at seven after that.
0: Yep. All right, we'll just, uh, let's see um okay we'll just do this one uh this is from game explains e3 2018 predictions match each person with their prediction one for Andre De- uh, there's one for uh Andre me Ash John and
1: Rogers base
0: um so Sorry, where is
1: this just so I am looking at it
0: just at the very bottom oh I see' Bonus okay, cool. trivia so e3
1: 2018 nice.
0: predictions um we'll just go with the first one of those five who's who predicted showing off the new Yoshi game? Derek I'm gonna agree um, <laughs> like, like, except I can't crap
1: <laughs> let me think let me think
0: um, I'm gonna say Roger
1: I'm gonna say me actually
0: okay so the winner is ash oh really yeah <laughs> oh, Ash did it so ash wins the game
1: that is I was wow. so sure I was gonna lose this by like a huge margin <laughs> that's so funny uh-huh well, so that, yeah, go. I have eight, and you guys have seven, but that was super close. Yeah, yeah. that was a good one. So, but yeah, th- for some th- reason, I randomly remembered predicting that. I don't know why. <laughs> I couldn't remember. Yeah, yeah.
0: But anyway, thank uh, thank you so much, Joe Kim, for the uh, game. That was a lot of fun and uh, it was kind of revealing as well. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, think that about does it for episode 147 of the Game Explained Real Talk podcast. Ended up going a little longer this week, but uh, there you go. Um, (laughs) so, of course, if you enjoyed this, be sure to support us on Patreon for just $1 a month. Get these podcasts three days early every Friday, as well as offer up topics like the ones we have here. So, we'll see you guys next week for episode 148. Till then, bye.